This is AI Podcast, not artificial intelligence, agency intelligence. Our team's going to be 10 times stronger than all the other teams. A platform for agents. When people think of niche marketing, they're thinking so small scale. In real life agencies, sharing their thoughts. All you need to do is get in front of more people. To transform an industry. Better coverages, uh, better pricing, just better everything. Real. The difference between givers, takers, and matchers. Agents. I guess I took a slightly different path coming to the agency. I know a lot of agencies. You can partner your clients with those companies that are looking for that specific target market. This is AI Podcast. Are you ready? I am. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of Agency Intelligence Podcast, where I give you a real agent inside a real agency, giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. This is Cass, and today I am with Miss Couts. She is here from the great state of Oklahoma. I love people from Oklahoma. Now, you know right now, loyal listeners, if you're listening to this, you just think to yourself, I don't know many people from Oklahoma. But the ones that I do know from Oklahoma are damn good people, like my boy Ryan Smith out there, you know, toot, toot, toot. <laughs> and uh, what's her name that's the young agent chair? Shana? All right, Sh- uh, Shiana. Shania. Shania. Shania Slavic. I, I, how should I forget that? It's Shania Twain, right? That's the only person. Yeah, I, yeah. The only person I've ever met that had that. How did I forget that? She is the one that keeps us in order. And so the chair, we're actually letting Ryan Smith be our chair this year. Wow. Well, I don't know how smart that is, but um, yes, no, no, Ryan's doing great out there, kicking butt out there on the protege. I can't wait to see how good he does. Um, Little listeners, welcome to another episode. Greatly do appreciate it. I reached out to Krista. I saw that she had won an award. What award is that, Krista, that you won? The Oklahoma Next Gen Under 30. Under 30. And because she's a lady... To be a nice gentleman, I can't ask her how old she is. Now, if she wants to volunteer that information, but my grandma would get pissed at me if I asked her how old she was. So anyways, no, Krista, um, I greatly appreciate you coming on. I know how important it is to win those awards. Like you don't just win them. You actually have to do things and you actually have to be a professional in what you do. So congratulations to you on behalf of me and the loyal listeners. We say congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was, um, we did have an application process. So you get nominated and then you have to submit, um, basically a survey of sorts of, or not survey, but a, um, yeah, uh, basically Mm -hmm. why do you deserve this? Why do you deserve this award? What do you do in your community? What do you do within your industry? And that was, at first it was really hard and awkward to, Mm -hmm. to talk about myself. (laughs) And I'm like, what do I do? I don't Oh, um, but the, <laughs> don't tell my agency. That. <laughs> no. no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Though. I know exactly. Yeah, what no, saying. it's just, it's, it's weird. It feels like you're being put on the spot and, um, it was something I was not, I, I'm just, you not know why to. it's hard though. You know why it's hard, Krista, when you say that, you know, like when you say, why, what do I do? That actually comes from the fact that you don't have a job. That comes from the fact that you love what you do so much. It's just like, this is what I do, right? Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, well, well, like if someone said, well, how do you parent? Uh, I'm a parent, okay? So if someone asked me that, I'd be like, well, I just, um, I parent, right? It's what, But it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. You don't know. So that's good that you would say that. Yeah. That, um, 
Hey, I've got a young guy in my office, got a couple of them. And one of them said the other day he hired, he got his buddy hired at our office. And he told him, he said, I saw him working at State Farm and realized that he had a job. And I told him ever since I've been here, I've never worked a day in my life mm-hmm. and you should come work here. And that's how we got him. And sounds pretty, probably familiar with what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. It's very similar. And my agency owners really support my involvement and, um, the Oklahoma Young Agents. Um, I mm-hmm. am actually the vice chair currently, so oh. I will be, I will be the chair next year, um, starting in okay. July. And so next well, conference is mine. And good, so, good um, yeah, so I get to follow in uh, Ryan Smith's footsteps. <laughs> well, then it'll be pretty easy then, because he'll leave you. He'll leave you right, you know. Yeah. And you, yeah. you feel like maybe don't feel like you have to go bigger and bigger. You know him. He's no, quiet. Okay? He's he's gonna like bring out the the, the cello or something. You don't he's gonna know us. The, you don't know our dynamic. He is anything <laughs> but quiet with me. <laughs> He, we oh, we definitely shoot. have, um, the best way I would explain it would be brother-sister conversations. We're always giving each other a hard time and we're holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, it's a really cool relationship to have, even though, you know, we're competitors. And so it's, even it's better. so good. And, 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 you know, it's cool to have somebody that you can compete with and be in the same level, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, because Ryan, his dad owns it and whoever, but he he's still at the same level as you. He's still out there producing. He's got to work for a paycheck, you yeah, know. Yeah, I was. And I, I think was surprised. That's that's the benefit of these young uh, of these young groups, though. You yeah. guys are all in the similar thing. It's like, well, if I go tell my agency owner that, they're going to say blah blah blah, and then all the other young people go, "Me too." My young my owner would say that, you know. And oh yeah, so mm-hmm, oh yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've had the conversations of, um, you know, dealing with our, um, agency management system. Um, even though we have the exact same agency management system, he and I use them in completely different ways. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we use applied Epic and, um, I was fine. You know, I found out that he's not, um, using the renewal manager like I am. And I found out that I'm not using, opportunities. And that's the number one thing that I need to be doing as a producer. And so those are just kind of those, those connections that you make and you can give each other those, you know, that honest feedback on Mm -hmm. your workflows and find out how to make it more efficient. So well said. It's, it's a, uh, (sighs) the associations are so valuable to our industry. They really truly are. Um, I think some States more than others, Um, I think we have a separation of this PIA big eye thing that to this younger group doesn't make any sense. And that's like an old thing because like there was these two groups and then they merged and then they split and us under 50 really don't care. Right. We just want to get better. Um, We want somebody to we want to share drinks. We want to share good times with other people. And the reason I say this. So I was the chairman of the National Young Agents um, in '06 to oh, no '05 to 2009. Oh, nice. And we won national. We won national young agent of the year committee of the year three years in a row. Back up. So anyway, so no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. I know. Here's the funny thing about this, Krista, is people out in the industry that aren't in the association, they don't realize, like I tell them, like we compete to get the best committee of the year. And this is like the world series. Like yes. this is serious yeah. 
serious stuff. It's you know? intense. Yeah. It's very intense. And there's different awards that you have to win, right? You've got, you could win for best membership or maybe best event or greatest yes. insure pack dollars or whatever it could be. Um, but yeah. And then at the end of that loyal listeners, for all, you know, then all of those, if you won one of those awards, then there's a main award, which is the young agent committee of the year. And that is like cutthroat. I mean, and I mean, we have to submit I mean, loyal listeners, you know, Krista, yeah, you, we have yeah. to admit like, I mean, stacks and stacks and stacks of documents of things we did throughout the year. And then there is a committee in Washington that goes into a room and they are not people who are associated. I've been in this, in this room there, they grab people who are like in the big eye, like someone in the accounting department, and then they'll grab someone over there. So they don't know any of these agents and they just go through and they judge these things to come up with the young agent committee. It is a very secretive thing because it is so freaking important who wins that, that award every year. Yes. I'm definitely, um, we actually work together with Shania, Ryan and I, mm -hmm. and, um, we, we work together to submit our applications for the national conference. That's actually next week. So, oh, yeah. um, I'll be it headed to week, Niagara Falls, New York to, wow. yeah, it's, a destination. I'm actually letting you my guys, go you guys, did you guys submit for the young agent committee of the year? Um, no, we, I think right now we're doing, um, you know, the, it's like the community service portion. We're going after that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a few other items that we're going after, um, mm -hmm. that I'm excited about. And then this next year, um, I think we're going to try to figure out how to eventually win the insure pack award. And so, and see, then you're going to the national committee. You're, you're doing good because when, when they're looking at voting on that stuff, they're looking at what past awards did you win? Right. And they're looking and basing it on that besides having a great year that year. That yeah. is really, yeah, people have no, so then after we won it three years in a row, they then asked me to become a national young agent because it was just, and that was, that was probably the two funnest years of my entire insurance career because yes, I was selling, but like, I was doing so much with young agents across. It's when I started the podcast. Really? I started the podcast. Well, I started the podcast. Uh, I, my last year with the big guy was in 2012 and I started a podcast in 2013. Because the big guy sent me all across America to like talk. I was selling on Facebook at the time and all kinds of stuff. And so they sent me around. And then when my time was done, I was like, well, I've met all these people. I'm going to bring them on. And that's how we started the podcast that you and I sit at now. Wow. Uh, what is that? Nine years later. So <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, man. so I'm totally well, and that's the reason why when I saw that you won that when you when you won that award, I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of people that have no idea how big that is. You there's I mean, because a lot of times you can win an award just for doing nothing, right? It's like, yeah, we thought that she was great, so we just got her, you know, and you don't really realize that like there's a lot of work that when involved, someone had to nominate you, Yes. right? Yeah. Then you had to do all the work yep. um, to, to let them know. Then you had to compete. And I was there in Oklahoma last year and there's a bunch of studs and studettes <laughs> that are young agents. So, <laughs> I mean, you're obviously doing pretty good, you know? Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, I think that this type of a process, it can also make you want to be better because as I was going through there, you know, I knew that we, our committee had done a lot for the mm -hmm. community. 
um, from an, you know, an industry level, but I'm not, I, at the time I was not involved, involved as much in the, um, local chamber. And so I've joined the young professional chamber, um, oh, look at you. since then. And, um, I'm trying to further, you know, network. And w- one thing that I am, you know, wanting to really get into is the craft beer association and really oh, no, that start sounds like a good one. That is a good group of guys. And it is, you know, and ladies, there's actually a, a women's uh, craft beer association as well. And, um, it's really neat to, to find these individuals because I work a lot of most of my production is in oil and gas. I have some trucking, but I'm usually dealing with these, um, smaller contractors and, you know, they have, I mean, they're going to call you up and they're, you know, they're going to give it to you straight. Like it's not uncommon for them to be cussing on the phone with me and I'll, you know, I'll cuss right back with them and be like, no, I understand, you know, and they, uh-huh. that connection that I make is, you know, it, it's unlike any other. And, um, this craft beer community in Oklahoma is growing. Um, and I think that they think are, they're going to be that I get that same feeling whenever I'm networking with them is that it's just, it's a family. And I mean, you just tell it to, you know, each other straight. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- those are always the best relationships. They really yeah. truly are. Uh, so, so you do commercial insurance? Yes, I do commercial insurance. Mm-hmm. And you, you do personalize your job day in and day out as commercial lines? Commercial lines insurance. Um, whenever I, and, and, Briefly, um, I'll kind of step step back real quick. I worked with this agency for five years almost um, as an account you know manager. What? You know what, Krista? Because yeah. you and I have been having such a great time. I didn't even start this show like it's supposed to be started and do my thing. I mean, you and I have been talking for 13 minutes. Oh, and my you God. And I supposed- <laughs> oh, no, so- you did hit recording. No, no, no. It, it counted us down. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's recording, but I didn't do what I normally do. And here's here's my thing. I need to ask you three questions. Okay. And it's going you know, to lead us to where you are talking about and giving us your history. First okay. question, is you an iPhone or you a Droid user? iPhone. You're an iPhone user. My husband's uh, an Android. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's a smart guy. I, see, I love this guy already. I don't even know him. Um, so I'm a Droid user. What's the last app you downloaded? Oh, that's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to know. We're nosy. Oh, um, the Yahoo Sports app because we're doing um, fantasy football. <laughs> They're doing a league here in my office. <laughs> Krista, you're cool. You're just cool. That's it. <laughs> All right. Now I see why you won the award. Did you just put that? That was your thing. Like, why should I be nominated? Or why should I win the under 30 award? You were just like, I'm in fantasy football. They're like, you, you are awesome. Yeah, yeah, fantasy football. I like craft beer. I'm I'm a guy's gal. Like, I like to hang out with, you know, and that's like, usually I'll, you know, I'll find like the group of guys that's hanging out. And usually like there's the guys with like big burly beards. And I'm like, those are my Uh people. What's up? (laughs) No, my um, my family's oil field based, and so that's honestly where I feel at home. And so, and I have a dad and two brothers, so it was just you know. You would you say they're oil field based? Is that what you said? They were oil, yeah. They they, they all worked in the oil field, and then my dad worked um, in trucking as well. Do so. you you okay? So let's talk about your commercial. All right, look, see, I'm already getting on. So hold on, let's let's. <laughs> 
you and I are having a great conversation. I keep jumping around. Um, uh, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I love to win. You love to love win to for win. sure, huh? Yes. You came right out after that. I oh, like yeah. that. I, um, while I was working briefly as um, an associate underwriter, um, I, that's whenever I realized it wasn't a good fit for me because I wanted the sell. I wanted the uh, win. I wanted to be getting the business. And I got like so much energy off of getting a bind order in. That was my favorite thing. Gotcha. And still gotcha. to this day, whenever I know that I've got the, whenever I've got it, it's, you know, I'm chasing, chasing, chasing. I finally got it. I've, oh man, I can't. <laughs> I've got the bug. I've got the sales bug. I love it. I love it. All right. Before we get more into that, two <laughs> things in life we think got you to where you are today at the agency intelligence is what we think. Um, luck or skill, which would you say has been a bigger factor in your life? Which one's a bigger factor? In your life to getting to you to where you are today, luck or skill? Skill. Skill. For sure. Um, there is a little bit of luck there. There's actually quite a bit of luck um, because I ended up um, applying to an agency, knowing one of the agency owners and applying to an agency that um, really, um, they they really love education and love educating their employees and so um, that that side was the luck, but the skill portion is what got me past um, being able to sit in a conference room and looking at a commercial auto policy um, <laughs> page by page and being able to, you know, pass the initial exam, continue on to my CISR, and then now I'm working on my CIC. And that through and through does take skill and mm -hmm. willingness to learn. Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merged? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's, let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia. We saw his operation and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at virtual Intel. That's with two L's. That's virtual I N T E L L dot com. Go check us out. See what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency. And you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, requiring, recreating, trying to find processes. Just there's so much stuff. I can't even say it right. That's right. Virtual Intel cast certified. Right. And then you can be in the right place at the right time and people can nominate you for your award. And sometimes that's just luck being in the right place at the right time, you know, but yeah. here's the deal. They never, you could have been there, but if you weren't ever there busting butt, no one would have nominated you. So it's that skill and it's the luck. I'm with you there. So yeah. here's what I want you to do. Take me back. Uh, you were born in Oklahoma. Take us to college, high school, whenever, and bring us forward to tell us how you got there. Okay. Um, so 
how I got to college was my band director went to Southwestern Oklahoma State University, and I was a um, I was I was his drum major for two years, and so I was already kind of in a leadership position, and I thought that music is what I wanted to do. And boom, um, boom, boom, huh? Yeah. So you're yeah. you're a musician, huh? Um. Yes. Um. At the last um. The community service event that we did. Um, I got to sing some karaoke. And so some people that were at that event got to witness that I take singing karaoke real seriously. <laughs> they were wanting to pick my song. And I'm like, no. They're like, we'll give you $1,000 to go towards this thing. And I'm like, no, nah, just give me the $1,000. And I'll just, just let me do it. Let me choose my song. Oh um, but yeah, I, I went as a double major. I was, um, I hadn't really, i never had any voice lessons. Um, and then I was primary, um, in high school, I was, a, I was in band. So I was, I played flute. And so, um, I went to college, went into, you know, to Southwestern Oklahoma State University, started out as a double major, um, wanted to do education, and then I started getting into music theory and a um, little bit more difficult classes. And um, I really figured out that that wasn't for me. I didn't have the passion that everyone else had. And I knew something was something was up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just didn't make sense to continue on. And um, it, to me, anyways, others may say, you know, you should have continued on, just, you know, grit your teeth, get the degree, um, or change your major. But um, for those that um, have never encountered a music major, you take about 18 to 20 hours um, per semester. It is very intense, um, a lot of these being one hour classes. So mm-hmm. you are either in a, <laughs> in a practice room, you are in a rehearsal. You are in a class or you're eating. There's probably about three to four hours to sleep, if that. (laughs) So it was just very intense. And for it to be that intense um, for what felt like was a hobby, um, it it was just really hard to justify. Um, So that's where I was. I kind of... I kind of waddled my way through life for a little bit, trying to figure out what am I supposed to do? How am I, you know, who am I? Right. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to change to a business major, but um, again, the the way that the music um, degree is structured is you take all your music classes first, your GEs last. I did not want to start over from square one, um, which is what I was going to have to do. And I was three years in. Wow. So... Um, I decided to go ahead and take a few summer classes until I figured out what I was doing. Um, I was working at a hotel, um, front desk at the time at, um, and I had worked every position I was, you know, and my main, um, title was, you know, was the front desk clerk and loyalty champion. And I loved getting prepared for a hotel inspection. Um, I, most people would think that that's the most boring thing in the world. Right. And but I love how you're listening to yourself. You know what I mean? Your self-awareness is so huge. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, I'm, I've always seen the passion of others around me and what they do. And I, whenever I look around and say, I, they don't like it or they do like it. And I don't, it's just, I, I just didn't have the same it mm-hmm. factor that they did. 
And so but people will instead of instead of running from that though, Krista, they'll usually they'll usually uh, uh, bury themselves in. Right? It's like let me dig myself in, I and did. I'm going to learn and be the best. Three that, years, right? Three years, Three years before I was like, no, this is, I'm, I'm beating my head against a brick wall. This is not working. <laughs> I'm not finding the joy like they are. No, I'm not loving this. This is, I, there is no joy in this, What you know, and I mean, I do enjoy singing and honestly, I didn't, you know, I didn't sing or play flute for a while. Um, once I got, I just got burned out pretty, pretty right. bad. Um, but whenever I was working at the hotel, I, you know, I had a little bit of passion there, but then it started to fall flat. There was nothing else to learn. And I was complaining to, um, an agency owner that I, um, was actually two doors down from, I rented from him. And, you know, my husband at the time was looking for a ring or my fiance, he was my boyfriend at the time. Now my (laughs) husband, sorry, but he was going to look for a ring and um, he had me go in and get sized. And the the jeweler that she was the wife of this agency owner. And I had asked her, I'm oh, like, hey, get out of here. I saw Barong Insurance was looking for someone to hire, like a data entry reception. What is that? Like, it's she's like, oh, you really need to talk to Michael. And I'm like, I, um, what is it? Like, I don't want him to like get too interested. I don't want to like fully commit. I just want to know what is this? Um, and she was like, no, I really think you should talk to him. He chased me for a little bit. He was like, get your resume in. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking about it. He's like, no, print out your resume, take it into the, into the front and you'll get an interview. I promise you. Like, okay, fine. Finally do it. That's how I ended up at the agency. And I was a, um, data entry and reception position. And I had, I was terrified. I had no idea. Like I knew nothing about insurance at all. My dad still took care of my insurance. It's still, this still insurance or this is the agency you started at? This is the agency that, yes. And so, um, I briefly left for about eight months (laughs) there. And so, um, I came back as a different position. Um, but we'll get to that. And so, yeah, I worked, um, as a receptionist for maybe a couple of months. And, um, one of the account managers announced that she was pregnant and um, they were looking to promote within. So they're like, all right, Krista, <laughs> get licensed, figure it out. We're expecting great things from you. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're a hoot. You cracked me up. Yeah, they threw me. They, I felt like I got thrown in. <laughs> I, was, I was freaked That's out. That's the only way you can do insurance. Yeah, that I swear, is the only is way. No way. It really is. There's education you can learn, but it's just yeah. get in there and start doing it is the and only see, way. Well, it's it. trial by fire for sure. Um, sink or swim, whatever analogy you want to put to it, that's that's what it is. Um, mm. But yeah, I worked as an account manager and that um, actually ended up, I think I was there in that position. I, like I said, I can't remember if it was four years or five years, somewhere in there. I took a brief break, um, thought I thought maybe an underwriting assistant um, position would fit for me. And, um, it wasn't as sales oriented maybe as I, I had thought. And, um, I noticed a, um, in-house producer role became available at Barong Insurance. And so I kept things, you know, completely, um, like on good terms. I was still in contact with, um, a couple of the owners whenever I left, just keeping up, you know, Hey, how's life? You know, how are things going? Um, one of them had just had a baby, 
So um, hearing his journey and getting to become a father was very interesting to me because he is a, you know, he can sometimes be, um, which of course, if he finally, you know, listens to this podcast, but sometimes he, he's not, he can just be a little bit like rigid can seem mm-hmm. like that. And I know he's not like, he's very, you know, he can be a very fun individual. And so seeing that mm-hmm. individual of like, all right, let's see, you, <laughs> let's see you enjoy parenthood because he likes everything, um, in, an, in, in working order. And it's like, your life Ooh. is just getting ready to be tornado. It's a tornado. <laughs> it's where's, where's the burp rag. And so, um, yeah, I, so how long have you been in your position now? Um, for a year. For a year, I've only and, been a producer you know, for a year. What are your well? Yeah, you've you've been selling since you've been in insurance. You oh, just yeah. now 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 officially, hey, you sell or you don't eat. See, that's yeah. the difference now. Yeah. So, what's the what did you guys do? Do you have it? Do you are you a generalist? Do you have niches? What do you have? So yeah, I do have niches. Um, that's the oil and gas and um, and trucking side. Um, however, I am trying to diversify and find a little bit of a different niche. Um, Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the, you know, and it's, my niche is basically small business. And so Barong Insurance, um, they were handling a lot of, um, you know, larger accounts and they were trying to handle all these small accounts, these one man contractors, and they just didn't have quite the same capacity to service them. Mm -hmm. So they created my division so that we, you know, we, specialize in that, but they don't limit me to that. So, um, gotcha. if okay, I get a big cool. account out of a small account or one of my small accounts grow into a big account, um, you know, you get that cheese. I get it. I get yeah, it. That's right. So that's get actually that what that bottle is right there <laughs> is my first big account. Um, I got a craft beer and so well, good for you. And so yeah. let me ask you, what, what did that big account look like? What was it? What type of uh, risk was it? So it was it was an oil and gas risk. Um, the contractor I had taken care of her brother for many many years um, since 2018, maybe yeah since okay. 2018, um, and he referred her to me because her and her husband were starting a roustabout service. And, um, he said, you know, she's always taking really good care of me. He's always been one I've had to kind of chase down a little bit and wrestle him around mm-hmm. to try to <laughs> get him to, we, we all got them. Oh yeah. He, he's one of them still is. And so I'll text him and bug him now. Um, but he referred his sister to me and, uh, my average premium account was, you know, was typically around five to 10 in premium, five mm-hmm. to 10,000. Um, this account started at 60,000. And we oh, are wow. now at um, almost a hundred thousand. Oh, look at you! And yeah. they're, obviously, they're just growing leaps and bounds. Then yes, yeah, she's adding on trucks every single day. So my account manager is wow. definitely staying busy with her. <laughs> look at you! Look at you! I'm ex- I'm excited for you on that. That Thank is fantastic. You. What do you think was your reason why you got it? Oh, never mind. You told me it was referred to you because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Duh. That that's obvious. There. Um, you said you've had it for one year. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it for one and year. It, just, just curious. In uh, what did you say they did? A roustabout. What is that? I have no idea what the hell that would be. So in in the oil field, they have a lot of different. Um, well, and they also do some pipeline work as well. Okay. But in the oil field, I mean, you'll have like your you know your typical hands, but they a roustabout is going to be. I mean, they could be anything. And that's why you really have to get into what they do. Some of them will do some excavation, some of on site. Um, I mean, 
they could okay. I mean, they really could do anything out there. And it's called a roustabout. A roustabout. Roustabout. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I've heard about that before. I've never heard that word. So that's why I was curious about that. Yeah. Cool. And so um I mean they they are gonna do some pipeline, um, but they haven't fully launched that portion of it. Um, but I mean really they they help with I mean, they have these really nice trucks set up to um, help service, whether it's fixing stuff that's on site, um, you know, and wow. it's not necessarily a hot shot because um, the hot shot's the one that takes the parts um, to them, but they're the wow. ones that actually This is it. a whole industry. Yeah, it's a whole industry. Per- You're talking about, that's not a hot shot. I guarantee you 99% of the people listen to this are like, <laughs> What the hell is a hot shot, you know? Yeah. Like that, that, that is, that's how I mean, that's industry terms. Good for you to know yeah. all that though. So um my so if I mean, have you seen um, you know, an oil rig, like the big right. rig? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so on the on the big rig, there's a platform. Okay. There's a guy okay. that has to stand on that platform that's way up in the sky. Like I mean, and whether it's windy or not, they get they get to hang on. Um, that was my brother. <laughs> They get to hang on. They just get to hang on. They just get to hang out. I don't know what he does officially. So they have to go to the top. He goes to the top. I'm picturing there's a platform up there. He has to go to the top and just do what there? I'm not entirely sure what he was doing. I just know that that was his position to stand up there. And he was talking about like, I don't know if it's stuff that, you know, where he's working on the rig up there, if he's adjusting things, but um, he is a real... Yeah, he's a thrill seeker, and obviously, so yeah, obviously. So it's kind of like the same ones that like to, you know, climb up the inside of the windmills. Have you seen those? Yes, I have seen those. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, they're yeah, just they make my hands sweat whenever I'm watching them. Like they make my hands sweat. Yes. Or the people who like climb the 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 the, the towers in freaking Hong Kong and stuff, and it's just unbelievable. These people are nuts. They're just well, nuts. I mean, side note, and I don't know if um, you know. I'm sure that people will be able to Google it after after this. But seriously, Google it. There was a guy that climbed our like our tallest building in Oklahoma City, Devon Tower. Um, yeah, wow. he was. With he was just probably nothing. He just nothing. climbed it. He just climbed it. No I mean, harnesses. Nothing. Climbed it. People are nuts. He was. I'm, I remember he was protesting something. I don't remember what it was, but he was protesting, and yeah, he climbed up the Devon Tower. Wow. Um, I mean, he had. Wow. It looked like he had like climber shoes on, like. Well, yeah, I imagine so. You know, flip flops yeah. don't do well. No, no, stuff. but yeah, that's right. Yeah, had he fallen, yeah, he definitely would have been a pancake. So, so you said you were looking for some other niches. How? What are you looking at? What are you thinking about? How are you trying to discover it? That kind of goes back to um, the community involvement, and so um, I'm, that's kind of where I'm trying to find that niche. And um, you know, getting involved in the craft beer association. Once I write them all. Um, <laughs> Then, you know, then it's going to be a now what sort of situation. So Mm -hmm. um, I haven't, you know, I've thought about like writing some financial institutions, um, places like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I really enjoy seeing a a Main Street type business, Um, you know, whether it's, you know, a big business or a small business. I really love being able to walk in and be like, this is my insured. One of the most moving moments for me was my, I had an insured that was, um, she was a, a bar owner um, and we had been working on these renovations um, for 
almost a year. Um, and I kept, you know, asking her, hey, how are things going? Just kept touching base with her. Are you, are you opening anytime soon? Well, finally, she opened not too long ago, I would say a couple weeks ago. And um, seeing that place completely renovated, because she told me it was an upscale bar and lounge. Um, it did not look upscale. It was in a very sketchy part of town um, that they were trying to, you know, revamp. And um, the, it had bars, and it was ran down, like bars on the windows. It was ran down. The The door had bars on it. It, it looks scary. Um, mm -hmm. so I, you know, and then I see the inspection pictures and I'm like, I have no idea how this lady is going to turn this place into an upscale lounge. And she did. Right. And, and seeing that it. moment and seeing her dream and everyone else's dream that got just you, huh? come to fruition. Yeah. I start, yeah, I definitely teared up a lot and, um, yeah. it's so far she's had a lot of success with it. So I'm proud of her. She she had a lot of moments that she she was having breakdowns, having to deal with the permits and well, I can I mean, imagine you name it. But she completely regutted that place, and um, it's it you would not believe it's the same building. Well, I wish you nothing but success, Krista. I mean, wrapping up and stuff like that. Is there anything you would like to say to any of the loyal listeners, anybody listening? Uh, did we did we forget something? Did we not talk about something? Uh, please bring it back out. I usually keep these around twenty to twenty five minutes, and we've been going longer than that because this is <laughs> you've had me cracking up laughing so many times. <laughs> is there anything you'd like to say before we wrap up? Um, I mean, I I definitely want to speak to you know, especially those you know, you're in, in your first couple of years in this industry, um, you can lead from any position. Don't be afraid to mm. ask the questions. Mm. Ask the questions and odds are you're not going to get shut down. Somebody, ask the questions and somebody will answer. And that will show your, your passion and your ambition for your company. Well, very well said. That's actually going to be the name of the podcast. You can lead from any position. I'm serious. That's great. And it's the truth. As the leader of my organization, I want my team to understand that. That's very, very important. We talk about that a lot. Um, thank you very much for that. Very uh, young at heart, but wise in the mind. So, Krista, you've been fantastic. Um, thank I you. guarantee you. Is your Let me ask you this. Is your husband a quiet guy? Yeah. Quiet person? I figured so. I <laughs> He's an introvert so. and I'm an extrovert. <laughs> I figured so. I figured so. That's, that's, why, that's why I asked that question. So anyways, hey, Chris, it's been fantastic. Uh, get me back down to Oklahoma. I hope I come down and see you guys again, especially when you're having your party. Make sure you invite me and I'll be okay. there. And uh, good good to talk with you. I'm Nice to meet you. It was great to meet you. Uh, you too, Chris. I appreciate it. To all you loyal listeners out there, you know why I do. I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. She's Couts. We're out.